The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 10th, 2019. In business, we hear all the time, the big just keep getting bigger. But we're hearing now in the cigar industry, the big is getting smaller. Big companies are cutting down on sales and labor. That's what we're going to talk about today, that and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Harry, you told me the show was about Dave's diet. It was about my diet, but I guess somebody pulled an audible. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We were talking a little Led Zeppelin right before the show. Pink Floyd. Oh, Pink Floyd? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lunatic is on the wall. Same. Oh, the Lunatic is on the wall. Same because Led Zeppelin, and this is a Zeppelin. Zeppelin size, you could go either band. It works both there ways. There we go. <laughs> it's a very musical cigar. It is. This is this is a, a comical cigar. It's it's a it's uh, the, cartoon. It's the baby fenster. There we go. <laughs> so what do we have here, Barry? It is, uh, today's first cigar is the JFR Lunatic Loco, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa Leaf. The size is four and three quarters by 60, and it's called the Laquito. It features a shade-grown Corojo Medora wrapper with binders and fillers from Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box of 10 is $78.99, which is a savings of almost $11 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. You know when you have a honey jar and it's empty, and you repurpose the honey jar, and you go to use it for something else, so you've washed it out, and then, but you smell the honey jar. Get used to that. Still, I'm producing next week. You're going to hear a lot of that. It smells like honey, even though it's washed out. This is washed out with... honey jar on the wrapper. Yeah, you're washed out. Yeah, know. You know that's what it is. What kind of honey? Tupelo? From the hive. <laughs> After you're done with the honey, you throw the jar away <laughs> and you move on. <laughs> I like this to repurpose. A, this is a double perfecto, pointed at both ends. I thought it was e- equally perfect on both sides. Equally <coughs> perfect. Perfecto. Perfect. It's my um, Spanish. So uh, we're going to end up cutting the the one end, which actually has a curly head on the top yeah, of it. it does. And um, a little opening on the other Perfecto, which typically when you smoke a cigar like this, starts off okay, and then it builds to the bubble of it, and ba-boom, to a 60 ring gauge. So it's going from a 20 ring gauge or whatever, and it's going to go to a 60. Yeah, I expect we're going to have a, a mild draw issue at the beginning, and then all of a sudden it'll open up. I got a secret. Yeah. For those watching, there's no coffee in this mug. It's an adult beverage. Really? Yeah. You're starting to do that. That's a, yeah. a sign of alcoholism if I ever saw it. <laughs> and he has a coffee sitting next to him, but he's no interest in that. He's drinking the uh, coffee cup in the yeah, real alcohol type of thing. You know who likes these cigars? Who likes Crazy them? people? No, you saw somebody post on it, didn't you? 
Comedian Tony V. Ah, he loved it. <coughs> he loved it. He loved it. And he was there with uh, Bobcat. Yep. Bobcat <laughs> Goldwaith. Waith. All right, let's give it a cut and light. I'm down to try it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Now, it might be the rum, but there's a little bit of raisin mocha sweetness. Raisin mocha. Raisin chocolate. Raisinette. Raisin chocolate. Wasn't a fan of the Raisinette or the Goobers. Or the Goobers. That's nah, not the good and plenties. I'll take the good and plenties all day. Which is licorice. I like how you're no, now the, talking the pink, over your own drop. The pink and white so you don't have to licorice. hear how it's yeah, made. That's a good and plenty. The good and plenty was the colorful ones. No. No. Good no. and plenty is pink and white. Yeah. Charlie says, yeah, love, love the good, good and plenty. plenty. Yep. And the, what, what is he thinking the about the, the multicolored ones? What does he think? Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. Yeah, those are strawberry and cherry yeah. and you, you can lime. Google all you want, but we are the snack authority. That's what I'm saying. How about that? Yeah. Oh, how about oh, that? The my. snack authority knew what the hell they were talking about. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Commissioner. By the way, easy draw. Easy draw, very spicy on my lips. It's jumping out at me. That's fascinating. Did, did you try it? <laughs> did you draw? Yes. Wow, spicy as hell. The Vertigo Commissioner features single action, meaning you press the side, the lid pops, the two jets come alive. They're fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and at the bottom, you not only have easy adjustment, but you've got a flip-out bullet punch in case you need it. The Vertigo Commissioner, twenty nine ninety nine. Are those jets angled to come to a point? They do come to a point. Nice. I like to save a little bit of the product knowledge for the second time I talk about it, but All thanks right, for blowing I up my spot. Spoiler. You, you know what I like about this? And, and uh, yeah, I'm going to nerd out for a minute. But the airflow tank on the side, where the airflow vents on the side, yeah. is like the Starfleet insignia. Yeah, it is. Yeah. May the force be with you. Just oh, reach behind so yourself. Wrong movie. Pull your underwear up the Whatever. back of your <laughs> behind. Wow, it's strong. Well, it's kind of little. I mean, it's fat, but it's short. Man. Yeah, it's small cigar. It's going to be strong. Now, now we're going to get into whether or not length has anything to do with strength. Yeah. No. Well, it could be strong even by your standards. There's a lot of tobacco in there. There is a lot of tobacco, but we're still at the 20 ring gauge, and Mr. Diversification well, of America over here <laughs> this, is heard, like, is a this dynamite, is so strong. This is a dynamite cigar for a firecracker. Oh, yes, it is. This is a dynamite huh. cigar for a firecracker. And I hear it's Jonathan's type. With size, the length doesn't matter. He prefers the girth. Yeah. I've a, heard that. A lunatic firecracker? I'm in. Wow, man. This is strong. Unwrap with that pigtail. Cat I mean, they already have. The yeah, they already have the length. So instead of having the pigtail wrapped around, they could just could there be a firecracker that's bulbous like this. No, why not? You I'm, can do anything. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. It's, you can't. I won't. Steve Saka would beg to differ. He Terrence Riley's in the chat room and he says that's a good idea. Dave. It is a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Terrence Riley from Agonor Salif, the maker of JFR mm. Lunatic. Wow, man, that's a powerhouse. I'm loving Smooth, it. Though. It's a powerhouse, right? Oh, yeah. As a strong guy, it's up there. I mean, maybe it doesn't have to be a firecracker because it looks like the cartoon exploding one. Yeah. It could still explode. Yeah, a strong cigar. Strong cigar. <laughs> the retro hail is awesome, though. It has a lot of flavor. Five bucks retro hail. Five bucks right now, cash. 
Hold on, John. I want to see it come out. I got to get the camera right. Do it. Oh, my God. You're like a kid oh trying to God. swim underwater, <laughs> holding your breath. God. That was worth every dime. <laughs> he might throw up. There you go. Five dollars. Uh, I'm watching the feed. It's on a delay. And it just zoomed yeah. in on Jonathan. That was the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. That was worth every penny. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't retrohale this. Are you doing it? Both Keeping you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a sweetness to it on the retro. Really? Oh, yeah. Like a, a sweet. Like sweet. a rum raisin. Wow. So that, sweet, my eyes are watering. Wow. It's a nice taste, but it's heavy. I, I love it. Wait till it till it goes over this. I got to imagine. Then it's going to really. Yeah, once you pass the nipple, it really changes. Well, maybe the issue is <laughs> that it's, said. it's really. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Did you guys switch places? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm sorry. It's a freaky Friday on a Saturday. Uh, so uh, this is an interesting company because here's a company that is growing dramatically. Leaps and bounds. But, but for the most part, I'm going to tell you of what I've been hearing lately in the information, and I, I, I wanted to actually write a story on this, but I, I don't have enough sources to double confirm because right. I want to make sure all the time I'm, I'm 100% accurate. So the stuff that we're saying here is just hearsay right now. Mm. I'm going to get the accurate information and, and actually have a report, I hope, because some of these companies are pub publicly traded, so the information is out there. Right. My thought right now that's going on is the big companies are actually getting smaller. And uh, the opposite of what people were thinking was going on, I think – are they getting – is it that they're getting smaller or is it that they're trimming the fat? Huh? They're streamlining. Well, what we're seeing here, and we're going to call this the grapevine right now, not confirmed uh, yeah. enough of print, that we're seeing major layoffs that are happening, major across, across the board when it comes to the bigger companies, not the smaller companies. Mm -hmm. Actually, when the layoffs happen, the rollers are going to the smaller factories and they're grabbing them. You're talking about top quality people, but that are being laid off. So I'm hearing these layoffs across, and it just makes me wonder, what is going on? What do we see here? And maybe we, we come up with something before the end of the hour to say, what do we think is happening based on the rumors or the, the grapevine? Well, that, we're able to somewhat confirm yeah, three, more than rumors. three factories were on multiple sources list. Yeah. So, and they all have something in common, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about maybe possibly the biggest, Scandinavian Tobacco. Mm -hmm. Scandinavian Tobacco, the ones that own General Cigar, mm -hmm. that are makers of Macanudo, Potagas, Punch, Liguri, Cubana, CAO. They also have Cigars International and Thompson. Uh, Monster Company. Huge. Um, they laid off 400 people in Nicaragua this week. 400 cigar rollers. We're talking about close to 50%. Um, what the hell is going on there? Is it possible that the company was running? <clears throat> I'm just trying to prove or disprove my theory that they may be just trimming fat, but <clears throat> could you have half your rollers be fat in quotes <laughs> that you're just you're you're not really in need of producing that many cigars not, not only not only were they producing so much out of their own factory but these factories were also commissioned other factories like an aj fernandez mm -hmm. to produce cigars for them too 
Uh, and the same goes for the Altada side. A lot of people went to him. You know, I always scratched my head and said, why they have their own factories? Why are they going to other people to produce cigars mm-hmm. for them? And it was because they couldn't keep up with production. Now, not only did they lay off in their own factory, but also A.J. Fernandez laid off, which says to me that they said, okay, stop making cigars for us. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, And a third one, Placencia. Which is another one. That makes cigars for for both Altadis and General. Yeah. So we're talking about the two biggest cigar companies that are out there that are laying people off. Um, and not only just laying people off on the Altada side, the rumor is that they are selling off millions of dollars of tobacco. Now, Altadas is something that's being sold, and we reported on that earlier this year. Um, trimming the fat is where that would happen because they'd have million, you know, let's turn tobacco into cash before we sell the company off. Um, we're, we're holding on to 10-year supply of tobacco. You know, uh, does having that tobacco make them more valuable to a buyer, or less valuable to a buyer if they have a reserve? If they're selling it off, I would say they know what they're talking about. They could, maybe they have a problem with the price they're asking. So by selling off and turning into cash, they could reduce the sale and price a little bit. It's also a liability on the books, right? So if you're a publicly traded company. That's even the raw tobacco is inventory that you're holding. And, you know, when it comes to these publicly traded companies, tobacco is is actually so time consuming. It it looks so bad on the books that they're holding on to these things for five to 10 years, these bales of tobacco. And they say, just roll them into cigars and let's get our money for this thing. But no, that's not the way it works Mm -hmm. in here. And to big companies like that, their bean counters are saying, this is ridiculous. And if you bring in bean counters who are not tobacco people, Mm -hmm. they're all about just-in-time manufacturing. Absolutely. (laughs) And that goes for inventory also. So I mentioned the Thompson and Cigars International. And again, rumor, stronger than rumor, things is they've turned off the faucet on that too, that they're taking inventory levels from where they are and actually cutting them in half. Therefore, this year, they're not buying cigars, and therefore manufacturers all over who sell them cigars, even brands that they don't even own, are seeing that their sales are dropped if if they're big onto the mail order catalog guys, that these things have dropped off dramatically, and then that is an alarming all the way across the board. Now let's go to imports. So, Barry, you got some import numbers. Yeah, uh, April, you know, the import numbers are always a few months behind. Mm. And we're waiting for the main numbers to come out, which should be out probably sometime this week. But the April numbers showed a decline of 6.5%. But the majority of it was in the Dominican Republic, which saw a 35% decline of tobacco cigars exported and imported into the U.S. So that's a major number. <clears throat> Despite that... They, we haven't seen Nicaragua yet. Nicaragua for April was up 10%, as was Honduras, which was up actually 16%. So they, ship, they shipped a lot of cigars in there, but then they drop off 400 cigar rollers. and then you Right. Know. You're talking about a 50% discrepancy between the two. And if you look if at you Nicaragua, though, Nicaragua, we see a lot of little guys. And, I think and Hond- the little guys are getting bigger. I think Honduras is about to go through a cigar boom. Well, on the Davidoff side, and there's another big company on the Honduran side. I heard big layoffs there at Davidoff also at the Honduran side. 
Which t- ties into the 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 issue of discounted tobacco. I mean, people don't want to buy this stuff anymore. So places are stuck with it. So much stuck with it that they got to turn off the faucet to stop production. Yeah. This is it's it's concerning across the board of what I see happening um, of the layoffs and how, and how do I know this? I know from smaller manufacturers that you know I talked to one manufacturer. He says, "Wow, I, it's funny you're asking that question because I got 26 interviews with Rollers today. <laughs> We're talking about a little guy, and you know these you, you go back a year ago." And then people were hurting, and people were fighting over rollers that get mad at one company for taking their rollers. And they, oh, you're offering them more money, and you're taking the rollers and all this stuff. Now, all of a sudden, you got everybody out there looking for a job. You know, kind of the opposite that's happening in the U.S. right now, where the economy's booming. Now, you got a lot of unemployed rollers out there looking for jobs, and little companies are actually growing and and talking about adding on to their factory or getting bigger factories because their production, although small numbers, but one guy dropping off a bit, a big guy dropping off a bit, makes a whole bunch of little guys grow a whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, you look like a company like Arganorsa, who has about 1,200 acres of tobacco. Uh, Last year, they expanded 20% in terms of land. And they're going to expand another ten to twenty percent. They're one of the big across all three regions. Yeah, they're going to end up being. Are uh, they taking away from? Of course, of course. So uh, just assume that the same amount of people smoking the same amount of cigars, and somebody like that is growing. It's coming from somewhere. Where where are they coming? Who's buying what and what's going on? And um, you know, it, it, it's always a trend of anything that you know we've seen. You know, back in my day when I started in the business, Bering is the biggest cigar going at the time. And who, right. who, who the hell's talking about Bering? I don't even know if they make it anymore. It's not even out there. Uh, it was number one, and and you know, we look at the brands that are now that are number ones and twos and threes, and those are declining. And the next thing comes up, and uh, pretty soon everyone's going to be smoking this lunatic. If they're a lunatic, it's very strong. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet, though. It's got a lot of sweetness. It's like a yin-yang. You got the sweetness of the the flavor profile, but you got the... The punch on the strength. Mm. Oh, man. You know, we're, we're doing this um, um, survey that's happening on the Cigar Authority. Go to the cigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. You're going to see the survey. Take the survey because next week we're going to actually reveal it. I'm so happy this is ending because this has been a pain in my rear end. Yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> and I'm actually going to cut it off on uh, the 16th at 9 a.m. Which is Friday? Friday at 9 a.m. So you can work all day. So I can work and, and put everything in order because right now it's all over the place. Yeah, and we need percentages and things like that. Right, but I, you know, I know, <clears throat> I know Aganorsa is about 16 cigars down on the cigar list. Yeah, it would probably be easy just to put in alphabetical order, but I got it memorized at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a pain in the ass. Um, the trends that are happening of, of what you shared with me already as this thing was going on, very, very interesting to look at. And it'll be a very interesting show next week, I think, for us anyway. I hope it is for the viewer. Um, but who, what is our viewer smoking? And I think it'll be important because it'll help provide some answers into mm, this. Yeah. You know, the big company is starting to shrink. Will the survey results match that? 
And it is going to, in our case, I think, for the reason that if you're listening to this show, you're, you're geeking out about cigars. I mean, for somebody to spend two hours listening to a show about cigars, it is not the majority of people that come in and grab a cigar and go. This is to a different level. They're really into it. To a degree, though, I think it's starting to change because, you know, I've been in, I've been in the industry now for 21, 22 years. Yeah. And the guy that was smoking some of the big name brands. Yeah is no longer with us. Mm. So the, the guys that are smoking now that are 40 or 50 years old, they're more digitally savvy. They've probably spent more time on social media. They might have been on the forums back in the day. And I think they're a more educated consumer. And that might be playing into why some of these bigger companies are seeing a drastic reduction in sales. It has to be a drastic reaction to I sales. Would, I would think it is. Yeah. Now, I, I don't see this, but we're talking about publicly traded companies, so I can dig in deeper, which I will. Uh, I was trying to get every bit of information I could, and I just couldn't get enough clarification to say, okay, this is the fact or whatever. It may be the fact, but I'm going to preface it by saying I don't have enough information of it. But what I'm saying here is I, we, both of us did as much as we could to, right. to get to this point where we are on the show. Uh, to see the changes that are happening. Uh, so the inventories are being cut online to these online giants. Not so much when it comes to little online guys like twoguyscigars.com. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen our inventory higher? No. No, no it's scary. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, if you're in New Hampshire, if you walk into the national location, I think you'd be blown away by the amount of stock. It's it's worth the trip alone. It's you know, I've like you know, I I worked in Florida. I've been all over the country. I have not seen an inventory level like that anywhere in the country. And we're growing both online and retail. Yep, everything's going good. It's more units. It's more everything that ends up going. Um, so something's changing there. And to be honest with you. I haven't done much different than I've been doing for 34 years. I mean, we tweak a little bit and all that stuff, but it's business as usual. You know, I've been here uh, five, six years. I think we're. I think some of the product mix has changed slightly. It that always has. That we're catering now to the online guy, yeah. the educated guy, the social media guy. I think it's How changed. How much do you think social media has changed the landscape of cigars? And I know people like to shit on Facebook because of they their anti-tobacco and anti-cigar position and shutting down the cigar groups and all that. But that's where a large portion of the consumer gets their information. That's how a little guy can get his information out there as opposed to before, you know, expensive ads and right. cigar magazines and things like that. Well, you got uh, someone like Skip Martin who has really embraced, and Steve Saka really embraced social media, and they have their following and they cater to them. And, they, and for the most part, they don't advertise at all. Correct. So that becomes their form of advertising. You're paying one way or the other, just so you know, that they're spending, you know, they these are big salary guys, right? They Their, their time is worth a lot of money. Right. And if they say, oh, I'm going to put 20 hours a week into social media, 20 hours a week, <laughs> time is everything. As I get older, I'll tell you, it's absolutely true. The most valuable asset you have is time. And if that's where you're spending your time, you probably could outsource it or you could um, buy advertisement and save yourself time, which yeah. is money. I mean, you look at Skip Martin, 160 hours a week, 168. He's probably on social media, 148. Well, he could be doing a lot more and, ha and have two factories with that with that extra time. But Joe Gutt in the chat room says there are more choices now and better overall cigars 
which means more people are choosing to smoke outside of the big name realm. There are not more choices, though. But it but, feels like it. Yeah, but there, there's certainly a lot less choices than there used to be. There's more good choices. Good choices. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah, people Cigars have are better. Game up. Cigars are better yeah. across the board. Yeah, we got into that, and it's true. So other companies with layoffs uh, is, we mentioned A.J. Fernandez and Placencia uh, with big cutbacks from what we hear, uh, sec- second secondhand. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't get a confirmation, but, um, you know, this is somebody saying something. Wasn't or- there a rumor that uh, Davidoff had sold off uh, either some of or all of their land in Nicaragua? I heard that, too. Yep. So... The, the big guys, it, it becomes bean counts now. I'm mentioning that we have more inventory than we ever did before. If I listen to the accountant, and I, had a, I had three different accountants over the past five years, and the accountants, each one of them says the same thing to me, you have too much inventory. And one year, way back, the, the accountant I had at that point said, yeah, you have to have more turns of it. And I said, yeah, I understand. And he said, let's figure out how to do this. And we lowered the turns. And it was the only blip I've ever had in 34 years of a decline. It was a slight decline that I ended up having. And it was because of inventory. Inventory is the key to this thing because it's not like on demand I can receive the product either. Right. So I want the guy to come in, and he normally comes and gets a box of cigars, and he comes in this certain day and says, you know what? I'm going away. Give me three boxes. You've done it. And you walk into the humidor. You say, please, God, let it be here. There's, there's been times when it's been four boxes, and I'm like, there's no way I have four boxes of Perdomo Champagne Epicure. And I do. Yeah. <clears throat> so that ended up being the key, and it's part of the growth. And it was part of the growth for the online guy that the big online guy – when somebody ordered something, he had a warehouse full of stuff. Well, they just cut the warehouse in half. This is a wide open here for good brick and mortar retailers that are going to give good customer service and have plenty of inventory on hand. As a move like this, this is an opportunity because you yeah, can you see should, the plate is there. One to, one to go, one to show. You should have two to show, or right. two to go, rather. How much of this do you think is playing into where the Nexus laws look like they're going? Is this a direct. Maybe they're looking at the future of what's happening, that they have to pay sales tax now. So that that becomes the first decline of it, that um, somebody within that state, the sales tax is happening. Oh, I buy it online, so I don't have to pay sales tax. Well, I go in the store, I, I pay sales tax, and now online I pay sales tax. As it happens with tobacco tax, and we see Maryland October 1st yep. begins that. you got Ohio and North Dakota lined up for second and third place coming up and then it's going to trickle through all the way through and if they're looking in their crystal ball and they say within one year the sales tax hit 40 states you got to imagine the tobacco tax within one year is going to go through all the states then okay we're going to end up having a major slowdown what's the let's cut our inventory down in half at that point that could be part of it too i they don't let me in on their meetings good call but i, I would like to um, yeah, their advantage is now going out the window. Yeah. So it's now becoming closer to a level playing field. Level playing field. field. That's all. Yep. With no edge. Level why, why wait three or four days if you're paying the same price? Just drive 20 minutes to brick and mortar. Mm. So brick and mortar days are here. Uh, they're opening stores mm. uh, on both sides. I, there, there's some successes and there's some failures that happen with that, too. Mm. It's a different game. The smaller guy needs to step up his game now. Absolutely. Especially if the customer starts coming in, instead of just having the one to show or even the one to show and one to go, 
You got to start thinking your customer count's going to increase. You got to start increasing your buying. Yeah. Increase your buying and, and clean up your store. Um, do promotions and events. There happened to be a book out there. I don't know if anybody. <laughs> 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 uh, you didn't say shameless plug, so it doesn't count <laughs> on our show. We have to announce right. every cool thing that we right. do. And we're also starting to see some changing of the gods mm. happening here. Different people that are in charge of these big guys. Uh, let's uh, Craig Reynolds. They they mentioned uh, retiring from CI, and I'm hearing it might be kind of a forced retirement, mm. allegedly. <clears throat> you know, you had the whole debacle all early this year with their uh, mail order division. Yeah, um, people are saying there's been poor buying choices over there that have perhaps led to the shutdown of uh, production. Yeah. Um, so he might be being forced out. Well, and even but he's been in the company heard, for so long, yeah. they're giving him the, 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 the retirement. They, allegedly. But, but, allegedly. And I had heard that he was talking about retirement before, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll stand the side of mm-hmm. he's retiring. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Let's put it this way. He wasn't at the trade show this year. He's usually at the trade show. Yeah. What yeah. about Davidoff? Had a, a change of the guard. Change of the guard on president. Davidoff. Change of the guard at Altadis. You know, the big guys. Changing of the guard. When, when they end up doing that and people are, it's reorganization, something was wrong to reorganize. Or are they bringing in the guy that's getting the company ready to sell? This is a, spe- a specialist that does it. Could that yeah. be it? I'm just. Something's going on. Right. Something's going on looking at the stuff, and it will evolve into our show of when we say, okay, this is the moves that are going to end up happening. And uh, just before the show, I was on a long conference call of getting lots of information of uh, some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, and in addition to uh, Craig Arnold's leaving, you got Regis Brosman leaving from Genoa. Yeah. Uh, General. Genoa. My mind's on salami. <laughs> uh, Rob Madison left from My JR. mind is always on salami. I'm going to leave that alone. And Rob Norris left from Altatus. But two of, the, two of those four left to go work for Blue, yeah, which for the is vape. the e-cigarette e- vaping and all that. Yeah. Are they now going to focus away from tobacco and just strictly focus on that? They they took out ads, you know, calling for 21. They took out ads. Yeah. You know, well, that's why the Imper- cigar industry. I don't care what anybody says. Imperial is selling Altadis for vape mm-hmm. for Heat not burn, right? For the China market, that's they need billions of dollars, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, that's the the plan of what it is. I, they might even report it at themselves to say this is this is the reason why. I just know it is. Uh, so uh, that's that. Okay, early thoughts here on JFR Lunatic Loco. Loco, by the way, crazy perfect name for it. This is crazy strong. Um, although I'm getting through it, I, I smoke slower now anyway. And I think um, as a result of other cigars that I smoke on the regular, that'll remain nameless. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I think my tolerance. Oh, <laughs> I think my tolerance has increased because I would put this at medium plus, full flavor, lot going on as far as the, there's a balance between the sweet and the spice. It's very spicy. good, but I could smoke this first thing in the morning. You're not getting spicy through your nose big time. I'm not putting it through no, my it, nose it, ever it, again. It, the, the spice on the retrohale to me, is it's there, but it's subtle that the sweetness shines through. Subtle. Even, yeah, sweetness shines through far more. Um, I do remember there being sweetness through the tears. <laughs> I remember that. Um, there's a little bit of peanut skin going on. There's a little bit of coffee notes. Is that called foreskin? Please. See, you make it so easy for me to attack you, and I'm going to take the high road today. <laughs> oh God! You wait until <laughs> really? you wait until uh, we have the dueling comedians war. 
ready uh, material. That's a subject for another show. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, the big seem to be cutting back, but what about the small companies? Some could grow and some don't. Some even can and will. We'll look at them when we come back. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. 
Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Not Mr. Anything. We're back. And we're smoking the JFR Lunatic Loco. Lunatic Loco. I like saying that. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And we're looking at the big getting smaller. And if that's the case, does that mean the small is getting bigger? Welcome back, everybody. Um, looking at right now, if that's the case, um, who's going to be the next big one? Somebody that's small that is going to grow and become well, one of these. You kind of have to define what is small. Are we talking like two million cigars a year? Small. Mm, well, Stand in front of where a mirror. That defines small. Where? Uh, that's small. My pants on or off? <laughs> Whatever you prefer. Off. It's small. Um, would you say Perdomo small? No. No. What, is he big though? They're on the higher he's not end. The, he's not in the in the big, but he, he higher end. He, the he could become. A big giant. Because you the, have to look at somebody that has the infrastructure to be able to handle the growth. So the he, reason why I don't think he's going to be the next big one is because he only has the Perdomo brand. There's only so but he much. Has, in, he has the growth. capability and the infrastructure to be able to do it. He's got the fields. He's he got could, the box factory. He could do it. So if, yeah. he was, if he was to buy some brand names. He's got the inventory. 
Yeah, outside of Garofalo, does he make any? Yeah, he makes a few. Brands? Yeah, okay. he makes a few things for uh, Jr. I believe he runs his business very much like you run yours. He's inventory rich, right? Yeah. If the shit really hits the fan with these other companies, these big companies, and they shrink, he could ride that coattail and launch himself into the stratosphere. Well, right now, I don't think – a year ago, we were talking about the uh, problem with tobacco because the big guys had bought it all up and the little guys were having a problem with tobacco. Didn't now affect him. Didn't affect him. And the tobacco now, the big guys are not buying tobacco <coughs> and they're actually selling off tobacco that they have themselves. So what should happen is the price of tobacco should go down. Have not seen that at all happen yet. And let, let's put the broadleaf away from that because broadleaf is impossible to get. The price is sky high and the the bulk of the broadleaf is used for backwards anyway, for the machine made backwards. Sure. And they're the ones eating every single one of them up and they can take it all. So I think broadleaf's going to be a thing of the past. Stop thinking about it and talking about it. You're not going to be able to get it, and that's going to be the end of that. Every other tobacco aside now, there should become a glut of it, and that should mean that every tobacco, uh, supply and demand, every tobacco should go down in price. I haven't seen that yet. Well, because it's going to flood the market. I like how you did that, by and, the way. That was very professional broadcasting of you to make it like we were all talking about Broadleaf when we weren't. Yeah. You created the problem and then supplied the no, solution. Because, that was very good. Because Barry was going to go to Broadleaf and say broad, <laughs> yeah. Broadleaf prices are up and you can't even get it. Yeah, it's Cameroon still, it's, prices are still up and what have you, but you, it's you difficult get, to grow. But you can get Cameroon again. Yes, and you couldn't so, in the past. Right. And all of a sudden you can get Cameroon. Why? But now that it's would, also being grown in, in Ecuador and right. other places as well. So it's not maybe, Cameroon, Cameroon. Maybe yeah. you see but some real Cameroon you can get. People yes. are coming out with real Cameroon if, products. If somebody can figure out how to grow broadleaf effectively outside of Connecticut. They're doing it in Pennsylvania, but it's a different product. Yeah, but but let's take Cameroon, perfect example of, of it, that all of a sudden Cameroon's becoming available. Uh, so why would that happen? They don't have any more Cameroon than they did before. I got to look at a brand like Partagas who was taking the bulk of it between Potagas and Atoro Fuente. Yep. They were the bulk of what it is. Atoro Fuente, as far as I know, I didn't hear anything about them getting rid of anybody or anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I have to go on to Potagas and say, in order for there to be Cameroon, Potagas said, we don't need any right now. And then all of a sudden, people have Cameroon. And this that might have happened sense. a year ago. And I just didn't know it, but sure. why is there Cameroon available? Joe Gott brings up an interesting point that the harvest in the Dominican Republic wasn't that great this Bad. year. Bad. Now, was that legit? It's legit. Or are they trying to you know, keep I was the prices there. high? No, I was there. They didn't get enough rain. Okay. It, it, it was too dry. So Which will be have a, a moot point. But, but three years from now, we're going to worry about it'll that. It'll be a moot point because if the Correct. market gets flooded with tobacco this year, yes. three years from now, they can use that tobacco. It's not going to make it. It's not and, going to be and a, some of these little guys talking to them as in January, I go down and I say, it's a terrible crop. What ends up happening? I load it up. You know, you'd hear from like a Hochi or things like that. We load it up anyway. We're all set. You know, they, they're banking on they're going to have a bad year one of these years or something. So make Hochi's sure. another one. He's got the capability yes. to be able to blow the doors off the industry yeah. and really show some growth. And you yeah. already see that growth happening over the last three years. We're talking Hochi Blanco. Indian Head Tobacco yeah. does La Galera, uh, Rough Rider Cigars. Yeah. Uh, they got a new cigar coming out that has the uh, name of the Greek god of yeah. wind or weather. Um, but he's shown tremendous growth. And you could probably say he's the biggest growing guy in the Dominican Republic. He's up there. 
He he's, certainly doesn't have money issues, and he, he doesn't have supply issues. So let's look at CLE, for instance, right? Christian Lewis Aroa, CLE. Um, he is almost right now where he left off with Camacho. This guy made a comeback. Pretty quick. And listen, nobody ever did it before. This guy is going to be the first one to end up selling his company off, leaving the industry, coming back, and building back up to where he left off of. It usually takes 10 years. This is what, six? I don't know. Six, seven, sure. That's yeah, mind-blowing. Now, where would you say, you know, six, seven years, it was a little bit slow. Do you think the, re the release of the Aroa brand helped skyrocket him back up? Because the CLE, good cigar. But it, it, for me, it didn't seem like it had the popularity of the first 20, which has his name on it, Aroa. The, well, the biggest one is his big ring gauges. The uh, asylum. Asylums is his biggest thing. Right. Also, you know, he was Baccarat before, which sold off. And he has the Insidious. Yes. Yep. Um, sweet cap cigar. Seems to be all the rage right now. Everybody's doing it. Um, <laughs> um, That's what we call a dick move yeah. in the industry, in case you uh, didn't catch and, and that. And the Hochi cigar I was trying to think of was Nimoy. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's a guy that had something to prove to himself, basically, and no signs of uh, let me stop backing off. I'm, I'm where I wanted to be. Where he wants to be is more than he was. Right. You know, what happens is like seller's remorse happens after these people sell. Probably off. wouldn't sell again. Probably not. Because he, he big mistake. He missed right? his sandbox. Right. Right. Now, the, the big kind of elephant in the room in Nicaragua, I would have to say, is Romacraft because he's been on two times and said the same thing both times. He doesn't want to grow. He's making his two million cigars. That's it. That may change. I don't know. You're listening, Skip. I would say it's uh, time to expand. Is, is, it, right. is it that he was saying he didn't want to expand because he didn't have the physical capability to expand because he couldn't get the product? He's an entrepreneur, and what ends up happening, you know, I have enough. I don't. I don't have to grow anymore. But you you sit back for a while and you say this is it, and then you get the itch not. To make more money or something, it's to do the next project and to go to the next level. It, just like anything else, like an athlete wants to hit more home runs. He's already getting a high pay, and he just wants more. Are you saying he should seek out Baco and do a little performance enhancing? Baco. Yeah, it was the company involved with the steroids with yeah, uh, really? Barry Bonds. Oh, all right. No, he, he has- You know some really <laughs> obscure shit. Yeah, I do. And you find a way to inject it into the conversation. <laughs> and nobody else knows what you're talking about. At on all. The, on the panel. <laughs> or, but, or at home. But could Romacraft double in size? Oh, no easily, problem. Easily. Without Maybe, a problem. No, without a problem. Double in size would be easy. You know, I remember when Gloria Cubana was sold, and Esto Carrillo sold Gloria Cubana. It tripled up in size in one year because a company that had the infrastructure to be able to do it and Ernesto didn't. But the, but the product suffered. But it still grew. Yeah. Yes, it did suffer, but it still grew. It brought on the um, Series R, became them. And that's still to this day one of their biggest selling brands. You know, you look at um, Macanudo and La Gloria Cubana and Punch, and right there with them is La Gloria Cubana, Skip, still to this day. Skip listens to our show religiously. And he'll correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. But I think with him, it's pride. 
He doesn't want his product to suffer. He's happy with the quality he's producing, and maybe well, he feels keeping it small, it's easy to control of the quality. Of course, of course. But if he had access to unbelievable raw materials, and he almost didn't have a choice but to grow, I mean, tobacco ends you're not up having go, a shelf life. You're not going to go from, from a million to a hundred million and keep your quality, but Correct. you shouldn't go from a million to two million. You can or go two a million to, to three. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Um, so... The opportunity is there. I mean, if I own the company, I, I if I owned his company, I would grow. I would double up just to do it. Yeah, if you look at the stuff he posts on his on his uh, Facebook pages, whatever, or the people within his company, they'll show a shipment arrive from Nicaragua, and then they'll show the factory two like days later, and the shelves are empty, completely again. empty. See, the Flor Dominicana, I, I, another I company that could double or triple up in yeah. size. I disagree with your premise that if you own Skip's company, that you would double it. Because you own two guys smoke shop and you're not doubling it. You're not opening twice as many stores. You're happy. Yeah, but in the early days, Ish. retail Ish. is a whole different it, game. And he doubled it again. Retail is a different game. Again. Of a factory and you got and you got four hundred cigar rollers walking around Nicaragua banging on your door today, and you say, Geez, I, I he has what, twenty rollers? Probably grab, around there. Yeah. So let me grab twenty more cheap labor. Get some more tobacco because tobacco is going to be available to get it and just rent out a warehouse down the street if you don't have room in there and let's go. And at least fill the pocket. I can buy twice as much Roma Craft than I do now. He True. just doesn't have it. True. There's got to be a hundred like me that yeah. would do it. Yeah, I see a lot of retailers online, us included, that yeah. have a lot on backwater. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's slow to fill. Imagine having inventory. He doesn't have inventory. It's basically make it to order and to get inventory. We're talking about retail stores. And he does a good stores. job. He doesn't rush it or any of that shit. He, yeah, he, right. He we're not, we're not poo-pooing on Skip by any means. So we're smoking the lunatic. This is Aganosa Leaf that makes it. We're seeing the facilities growing for more tobacco and everything else that they're doing. What could they do? They well, could they, have, they have the raw materials because they grow it. So they could certainly take advantage of having more rollers. They're one that could become one of the top because they have the infrastructure. Yeah. Unbelievable. Pick up a couple of brand names to add to the portfolio and ba-boom. Because they're making cigars for other people because they have no more trademarks. Although they do. They used to own that old company, right? Um, Maria Martin's father's uh, company. Mm-hmm. And lots of brand names there. So they're probably sitting on a lot of brand names, too. So there's a lot that could happen today. They could be another one of the big giant ones. Yeah, some cigars that they make, uh, they do Warped. Um, they do some Viaje. They do Nick Belillo's El Wense and the Wise Man Maduro. And uh, they just recently signed on to start making cigars for Gurkha. Ah. So they're, they're showing growth. And they have a new Varitel of Tobacco coming out next year, a new, uh, a new Corojo. Uh, I think it's 2012. You know, you got the 09 yeah. and all that. I think 2012 will be ready next year, and it's a new seed from Cuba. Yeah. What about uh, our boys at Aladino? <clears throat> Man. They, they, I mean, they get, they certainly have the raw materials. Yeah. That's what it all breaks down to the is factory, having access to the raw materials. The factory is giant size, and, and they have the infrastructure to, 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 to make – Tens of millions. You just of cigars need the space to put more to. rollers. Yeah, because if they you have, have the tobacco, you and the space to, to put more rollers, and, you've got it. And there's rollers. Because and there's rollers, it, correct? Yeah. So all you got to do so is we, hit the switch. We should expect to see that Aladino goes to the next level. Hell, we saw sixteen point seven growth from Honduras in April. 
if that continues, Honduras is on pace for the mm. greatest year ever. Yeah. And it's because of them. The majority right? has to play a huge role in that. Absolutely. Does Perdomo have the space to put more rollers is the question. I didn't think of that because it seemed pretty full when we were there. Does who? Perdomo. He's got plenty it's of tobacco, he's got, but he's kind of jammed in there. I mean, yeah. he would have to, he's got the space to add a building, but he would, I think, would have to. No, he, he built that whole new building. Yeah. Two floors. Yeah. So maybe he is ready to absorb some rollers. Well, here we go. And he got, he got his son in there, and uh, next generation's ready to roll. Okay, you want to blow this up? Let's do it. Let's hit the switch and do it. I wish he had more brands. Does he need more brands? Yeah, because unfortunately, somebody will come in and say, yeah, yeah, I had Perdomo before. Well, there's a whole bunch of Perdomo, but it's one name. And I would like to see, oh, we'll try the brand X or try the brand Y and, you know, different different names of it, of, you know, like a general cigar that has 50 brand names in there. And, you know, I don't like Mac and Uro. Okay, try this, try that. But the guy that likes Perdomo doesn't mm. smoke anything else. Yeah. Loyalty. Won't try another cigar. As Padron is. Correct. Padron, Padron has one brand, and how much more can they possibly grow with one brand? Right. Uh, they actually own another brand that they put out once every couple of years that we receive this product <laughs> and don't do anything with it. You know, it's what I get every time he sends it to us, and don't do anything with it. And, it, and it's a good name, and it's a yeah. they could really do something with it. Uh, as I am going to do right now, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. I'm not retro-helling this shit again. No? I already did it, right? <laughs> Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Tennis Ball shot to the body. Tennis ball shot to the body. We Are we to, talking like a serve from Yvonne Lendl? Who we used like to play wall ball with a tennis ball. Serve? I want it to happen, so it's going to be me. You're throwing a tennis ball? I'm hitting a tennis ball with a racket I'm in. at your ball. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I don't even know. The price could be $5. I'm in. <laughs> Can I wear a face mask? Well, it's $5. All so, right. So we're going to film this. Do it. I'm in. Really? For yeah, five? When, when you, how many times do you get to miss? Till I hit you. Can we wear a, a face mask to protect the grill? Yep. I'm in. Really? Yeah. All right. We're going to have, you're going to catch this. You on, are not on an YouTube athlete. version. You're going to hurt yourself. Hitting the tennis ball this with a racket? This I got this. This isn't Gary breaking a brick and he's done it a million times. This is you doing a sport. You're going to. Break your elbow. And, and, <laughs> Hitting a tennis wall with a racket. Have you ever heard a tennis elbow? And we got to do You're it away have from it the after building. the first one. You're going to wind up breaking a window. You're going to miss so much. I'm not going to be that far away from you. Well, how far away? I mean, I'd almost let you well, hit me with the to... racket. <laughs> we're doing Just to this. watch you writhe in pain. So watch this on YouTube because we're going to film this. <laughs> right. We're going to go in front of the store yeah. or something. And I'm going to hit you with, with the ball. I'm going to give you $5 at the end of it. I, I don't even and, think and, I need a face mask. And I'm looking forward to this. Big time. I'm going to hurt this guy, and I'm going to hurt Barry, too, because anybody. this is going to be the best $10 I ever spent. Five on that retro heel? This is way better. You're going to do this. Yeah. You'd probably hurt me more with a pillow. Wow. <laughs> and the training starts now. The training. All right. Really? This is going to hurt. You won't, even, cup? you won't even go for a walk. You're gonna, you're gonna, you won't even go for a walk, and you know it's good for you, and you know that's going to help you with your weight loss, and you won't do it. And you're talking a tennis ball, you're gonna, not like a, a You're going to be so ball. winded by tennis the third ball. time you miss me. 
You're going to have to take a break. Wow, you think that I got nothing, Nothing. Huh? Hey, I Sean, have absolutely no respect for your serve. <laughs> Sean, okay. Sean Miles, said, Sean Miles says wet the balls, put them in the freezer first. Uh, see, I planned on it. You'll break the racket. No. Go ahead. Really? I have no respect for your You're going to wear a serve. cup? No. Because I'm not even I know where I'm aiming. Do it. I'm going to hurt you. No, Don't you're not. Me Both of you. And you're going to be an easy target, Barry. Just saying. <laughs> I got the built-in chest protector. Really? Yeah, got all, oh, all of this. They're going to have some welts on them, and this is this is welts, good. If if you hit me one time, it would be one welt, nothing. Back in the day, I used to play racquetball, and I got hit with the blue ball numerous times in racquetball. It stings for an instant, and it's over. All right. I used to play Five wall bucks. ball with by a the, racquetball. By the way, they could he, throw he eight jumped the gun. I was hour. going a hundred, but we ended up no. going a five. Five is fun. five. I've Andy been hit with a racquetball at 90 money. miles an hour. You, there's nothing you could do with a tennis racket. You with a tennis racket. No. Oh, this is snap. Oh, this is good. Okay. This is why you want to subscribe to YouTube because you're going to want to see this. And all, all your haters, and we're going to find out next week how many haters you have, by the good. way. Um, I want to be number one. You will. By the way, I just want to point out that the breathing happening on the mic right now isn't me because I have the mic flipped up. I think it's you, Jonathan. Ah, I don't breathe. Okay. <laughs> I don't breathe. I don't breathe. No, it's from smoking, smoking the uh, lunatic right now. Um, the after show recorded immediately after the show. Uh, please subscribe on the Cigar Authority so you can have the audio version of this. And it's an audio only show. It's the after show. It shows up automatically on Wednesday, and you'll hear. Uh, well, the I got an show. idea that uh, I think we might we might talk about cigars. We're going to talk about cigars this week. We're going to talk about a rarity. Yeah, no dead pets either, Barrett. <laughs> okay, interesting show planned. Uh, but right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, haha! They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha! To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. <laughs> it's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. There is a new vodka in the market, and it comes from Russia. However, this vodka is made from contaminated grains and water from Chernobyl. The new liquor is called Atomic, and I, for one, would drink this if it ever made it to the Offer of the Day segment. It is said the alcohol will make you strong like bull, and if you drink enough of it, even the ugliest of women will look better in what I like to call the Chernobyl Factor. Coming soon to a bar near you, Atomic Chemotherapy. Two parts vodka, one part nuclear waste, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. I like what you did there, where you tried to work in more drinking into your job. It's a skill. And you would drink it. I would drink it. Okay. Interesting marketing promotion they're doing there. You think this thing's going to take off or it's going to be a fly-by-night thing? I, I think all? most people would be terrified to drink it. And, you know, it can't be radioactive if they're getting it on the market. But yeah. That's what you'd think. But a whole bunch of people drinking. Oh, come on. Have a shot of that. Okay. Yeah. You know, I dare you. You know, sir, mix it with uh, some of the juices or whatever under a blue light. It'll glow. Ah. There's, there's some marketing in there. I there like is. the name, Atomic. All right. All right. Um, 
So what do you think? We're smoking the uh, the lunatic. What do we, what do we got calmed here? Calmed right down. I'm in the second half. Still very full flavored. A little more pepper and spice coming on the second half. It did calm down. And I'm going to say it calmed down because we're at the thickest point of the cigar. Ah, because the thicker is cooler. Mm, and, yes. And, and obviously. No. <laughs> longer and thicker is cooler and but yeah, it's a little bit earthier now, a little bit nuttier. Um, um, some of that sweetness is gone from the first half. I got some heavy espresso spice, not pepper, not a peppery mm-hmm. cigar. Um, burnt ends of uh, you know barbecuing and things like that. A uh, lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. It's good. A little sweetness I'm getting. Like, I, I didn't at the beginning, like you guys were saying, because it was overpowering. But now, as it as it calms down, the sweetness part of it is mm-hmm. is in there. Molasses type of sweetness. Uh, yeah, once you get past the shape, yeah, it, it's a really good cigar. Yeah, beautiful wrapper too. Nice sheen on it, oily. This is the smallest of the three. Yeah, there's a four by seven, uh, four and three quarters by seventy, and I think it's just a little bit over a five uh, by seventy or eighty. So, and this is the sixty in, in the bulbous part of it. So, but it's not big. That's in your mouth. So right. It's an interesting it's cigar. Reminder once again: uh, go on to the cigarauthority.com. This is it. Your last chance to do it. We're only going to do it once a year. We're going to have the survey, um, and the results will be on next week's show. Uh, there's 19 questions. It's going to take you a minute or two just to do it. Uh, it'll help us. Please do it. Go on there and give us your information. We're going to learn a little about uh, who our listeners are, what they like, what they don't like. And uh, it's going to help us out. And next week's show, we're going to go through it. It's very interesting uh, what I've seen so far, and I hope it's interesting to you. And you'll see how you match up with uh, the other people that listen to the show. So a lot check of that great out. discussion points throughout yeah. the survey. Yeah, Should be a good show next week. Okay, so that's it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, a cigar from our care package, letters in the mail bag, and lots more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create 
this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. 
Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar. Pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba. And after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hi, Terrence. We're back with our number two broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And here we are, and I'm putting it down. The Lunatic uh, starts off very aggressive um, and then calms down to a great cigar for me. Uh, probably quite the opposite for you uh, people that love the full body cigars. You're loving it at the very beginning. And then comes down a bit. I, I wasn't disapp- I'm not disappointed with the second half. There's still plenty of flavor. Oh, just, yeah. The strength does calm down quite a bit. Makes you want to just smoke another one, that's all. So I don't know if we're even going to be able to taste this one now, but <laughs> we're going to a cigar from the care package now for the second cigar. And we're going to the big boy here. This is the Churchill, not a big, thick cigar, but a size that is not all that anymore, um, a Churchill. Yep, and today's second cigar is the Jose Dominguez Natural, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Jose Dominguez. The size is 7.5 by 50. It's a Churchill, but it's called the Grande, and it features a Connecticut shade-grown wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back $6.99, while a box of 20 is $118.99, which is a savings of almost $21, or 15% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. It's Churchill-like. It's too long to be a church. Yeah, yeah, it's not and exact. It's a it's little too on big. Presidente. Yeah, because yeah, Churchill should be seven. Yeah, I, it feels like um, you've made it. This is one of those cigars <laughs> that you feel like the... the Daddy ball. Warbucks. Yeah, yeah, it's a... You've uh, succeeded or whatever. Cedar wrapped around it. Now, I've had the cigar. They actually sell very well, so there's not a lot of uh, box aging that happens because they sell so well. But I did have an original old box that I put in my humidor and go to it every single every once in a while. And I'll tell you, this little piece of cedar, after a while, mm. starts picking up, and you get a lot of cedar um, taste that ends up happening with that eventually eventually right now it's time to cut our cigar the official cutting brought to you by our friends at perdomo cigars perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices perdomo cut out the federal s-chip tax and actually lowered them perdomo cigars they stand for quality tradition and excellence excellent so you ever have a jelly donut many times get rid of the jelly yeah tastes like the donut tastes like the donut without the jelly 
But that's can't. the uh, that's the cold draw, Barrons. With, with, with a little bit of uh, sprinkled about. powder on top yeah. of it. I love how you shit on me for my flavor profiles, and then I'm you steal you, them. But I'm making fun of you. You steal them and try to make them your own. No, I no, agree 100 with Barry. <laughs> no, I do not. Yeah. Just making fun of you. That was a pre-recorded bit right there. I'm not happy about. So, that. so next week, Ed Sullivan's on vacation. Vacation from his problems. We going to Ed Sullivan. Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Ah, you stay in stateside this time. Yeah, Outer Banks. Nice. Be careful of the sharks. I tried asking him a bunch of questions about the trip. He doesn't know much more than what he just told yeah, us. Yeah, he does. Told with it, it, and that's it. I think my wife rented a house. Ah, but that's it. You that's bring all the I dog? Do you bring the dog with you? No, the dog will be at his normal doggy daycare place, boarding there. He loves it there. He's nice. got friends. Okay. All right. So I think it's going to be okay. All right. You're going for the whole week. Yeah, I think we leave tomorrow first thing and get back Saturday night next week. Okay. And you'll be back uh, in your role for the following week, for the entire week. I'll be happy to happy be here. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Same as Dave. I don't really like vacation. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Commissioner. The Vertigo Commissioner features two jets angled in slightly so you still have pinpoint accuracy. They're fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You get a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment, all for the low price of $29.99. That's the Vertigo Commissioner. I think we already mentioned that they were angled. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, so, yeah. okay. Um, what's the ring gauge on this? 50. Looks like a 50. 50. It seems small. <laughs> you just had that behemoth in mm. your hand. 50s don't seem thick anymore. Facebook chat, Sean Stevens wants to know if you're going to make the uh, grunt when you uh, hit the ball. Oh, yeah. Like the female. I will. He's like, what he's going to do is he's going to make a bitch crying sound when he <laughs> blows his elbow out on the first swing. You are... What? I hope you get him right in the nuts. I'm going to try like hell. You're not going to be anywhere near me. You've never swung a tennis racket before. You don't know how hard, how hard it is. Who says I never swung a tennis racket before? I'm saying it. Did you no, not hear me? Of course I did. I don't believe you. I played tennis back, I don't back in the old days. One second. I want your, your hands behind your head. You can stand there, legs open, spread wide <laughs> out, and okay, go for it. And I'm going to go for it. If we don't have masks, I'm, I'm standing like this. To you can, you the can have a mask. They're I not said, supplied. You'll have right. to bring your own. Yeah. Bring whatever you want to bring. I'll swing over to my boy Brendan's uh But there's no win wearing winter jackets and things like that. I'll take my shirt off. Uh, Go for it. Unnecessary. Yeah, there's no reason to make yeah. us nauseous. Yeah, you're awful white. I'll be out there stopping traffic in my Speedo. <sighs> Creamy. My cup of tea right here. This has a very familiar aroma. It reminds me of my grandfather smoking uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. It is. I would say this is your classic grandfather's Connecticut. Yes. Well, at least my grandfather's Connecticut. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Dominican fillers and binder with a, was it Ecuador or Connecticut? Uh, just listed as Connecticut. So okay. Connecticut shade. Um, no real. No country of origin. I mean, real pretty wrapper. Yeah. It's a good looking cigar with the cedar around it, a little, little red band on it. It looks like, uh, looks like money. And it's actually very good price. Uh Jose Dominguez cigars and making great stuff. Um, so more companies um, that could possibly well again become the big guy. Thinking in terms of 
people that already have an infrastructure. You've got J.C. Newman with their Nicaraguan factory. Yeah. They could scoop up and double their size right away. Yep. You've got Hoya de Nicaragua, yep. which no one mentioned. Yeah. Another already second generation already massive. coming in. They, yep. grow, they grow tobacco. <coughs> Great. They certainly know what to do with it. Great choice. And uh, what about uh, kind of a sleeper, Tabacalera Alianza, that makes the stuff for Sereno? There's a little guy that uh, is... He could double his production, for sure. Oh, yeah. But I, not a big guy quite yet, but he, he was the guy in Cuba that did La Corona. He ran the La Corona factory in Cuba and uh, knows how to do it, knows how to handle a large amount of people. So you're going you're gonna to watch these guys, little guys grow. I think it, this is the turning point right now where we're going to see, you know, going back in the day of uh, a Nick Perdomo, a Rocky Patel, um, a Drew Estate being one of the small guys and then going into a, the, a huge next level, a major growth of it. Some of these guys are ready to grow because um, – as far as I know, as far as I see the growth of two guys that um, we're selling more cigars than we ever did, therefore, people are still smoking cigars. Right. It's what they're smoking. And maybe that a show like this, maybe the blogs, maybe the social media is bringing so much more attention on there because you don't see on social media people with a Romeo and Juliet or a Macanudo and things like that because it be, it's the white bread brand or something that they're not showing off. Oh, look, I got it. I have a Macanudo. Or, you know, take nothing away from a powerful brands like that. Um, you know, when you have a McDonald's hamburger, you're not taking a picture for social media either. But when you go to the bar that has the- Yeah, you um, go to the steakhouse and you get yeah. a steakhouse burger, it's a different story. Yeah, becomes something. So it, that's playing a big part of it uh, also. I think that's what's going on. So All right. Uh, through This was a direct email from my buddy David. Not me. Who wrote- Because uh, he said buddy. Correct. <laughs> I'm his boss. Uh, hello, Mr. Jonathan. His superior. Still can't believe you didn't break the brick. Such a big talker with small. And then he goes dot, dot, dot. But I think he means balls. Well, he, he stepped it up for $5 that's coming up. <laughs> and this is going to hurt him more than it's going to hurt me. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, when I worked in Korea for the company I worked for, put in place a zero tolerance for smoking with planned and unplanned testing. I don't smoke every day. I'm a three to five cigars a week guy. All my tests came back negative, so for all you your listeners that are affected with testing, you can still enjoy, enjoy occasionally, if anyone's wondering, you can get nicotine test strips to test and see if you're going to piss hot or not. The nicotine level is too low. It's 1% to 3%. You, you know, it's, it's like having a poppy seed and see if you, you have uh, drugs in your body or something. I'm, I'm going to guess it's not going to end up happening. Well, I'm he not, suggests I'm not- an experiment that we do for a show that we try smoking um, for all of us, varying our smoking habits and adding in people that eat nicotine-heavy foods and see what everyone's levels would be Yeah, uh, using those nicotine strips. As an added bonus, you could see how we all rate, and I'm guessing we pretty much exude nicotine from every pore of our bodies, uh, perhaps a friendly bet with the highest as to take the rest out for dinner or something. So we're smoking, I would imagine... All of us here, three to five cigars a day, or in some cases even more, Ed Sullivan. Yeah, he's usually at that by the time I see him at seven thirty. So, <laughs> would he, 
Nicotine strips, can you buy them? I would imagine. I'll check out uh, CVS. And All right. See if let's get nicotine strips and let's do uh, some testing. And, All right. This could be and, a show. As they used to say in Boston, that'll be a pissa show. A pissa. It'll be pissa. Another question, uh, this growth of discussion of stacking dimes. I wonder if the 60-plus ring-gauge cigars are known as stacking quarters. The answer is no. It's stacking dimes no matter what. No matter what size. In the 80s, stacking half dollars. No. Stacking dimes only. All right. Let's find out what's going on in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein? It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And the state of Wisconsin is looking to join the Tobacco 21 movement with legislation to raise the purchase age. Instead of Nanu Nanu, we say no, no to the city of Boulder, Colorado, mm. which is looking to raise the city's tobacco tax as well as ban flavored tobacco. Boulder, Colorado's the worst. They're yeah. the first ones, you know. They're the first ones with the no smoking laws, mm-hmm. the first ones with all this stuff. Boulder, and, Colorado. And that's where Mork marijuana. of Mindy was filmed. Oh, really? Yeah. But but also where the marijuana started up and everything. Mm-hmm. There's such uh, hypocrites. It's such a useless fact you threw out there. <laughs> I just uh, ignore it because he'll keep doing it. If you do that, he likes it. I can't uh, help myself. Uh, with the trade war going on in China, oh, excuse me, with the trade war going on with China set to reach a new level on September 1st, Jetline announced that any product imported after that date will see a 10% price increase. Um, so the trade war will affect the cigar industry to a degree. And that was up in the cigar Yeah, world. And it's going to be much like um, when we get charged when gas prices went up and they added money onto it because of the price of gasoline and then it drops down and well the price you're, t- yeah, you're change. talking about shipping you know you, ups had that uh, has the fuel excise fee yeah and it never fuel went down even though the price of fuel is cut in half right it never it never changes and the same thing's going to happen they're going to take the price increase because of it uh, unless you're perdomo you're going to lower the price but right. in in this case everybody's going to raise the price because of the trade war when the trade war goes over <coughs> ends which it will um the price is going to remain the same. So it's, it's an excuse to end up uh, raising the price, but that's, so what, that's what it is. If you sprinkle just a little bit of white pepper on – you go to the Chinese restaurant. We went to Kowloon's where Barry embarrassed us. Um, <laughs> they had the sweet and sour dipping sauce. If you put a little bit of white pepper on that, that's what I'm picking up. No, I didn't have any of dipping sauce. No, you barely ate anything. I'm trying to be good with you poo-pooing all over me. Right. Yeah, um, poo-pooing yeah. on his platter. This was before your diet. He, no, no, he was, I was on, on it. it. He was on it. That was your cheat meal. He's down 20-ish? <laughs> about 20. 20. Nice. I'm down about 25. I'm right in my tennis racket. Uh, <laughs> per- perfect. Thing. I, I hope still got some power behind me. I hope you don't <laughs> put every ounce of your power in and just blow your elbow out completely because I don't care. I won't be able to I'm stop myself to from do laughing. It. I don't think you can see 20 pounds on a person, but kudos to the chat room. Somebody's wife said I look thinner. And people you are. You can see it in your face. You can pe- see it. And thank you. And uh, people are saying in the chat room that you hit this on the head. It does remind me of what the gra- my grandfather smoked and great memories smoking this Jose Dominguez. 
And that's what's awesome about cigars. They could trigger memories. It, the aroma yeah. triggers memories. So if how many people come in here and say, oh, my God, it smells mm-hmm. like my grandfather. He died 20 years ago. And I said, what, rotten flesh? <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> no, but it's yeah, so First wrong. time I ever smoked a Fuente work of art Medoro, which is a rare and limited release. It's reminded me of a baked apple, and all I could think is my dad, who would make a baked apple almost every night. Yeah. So cigars trigger these good memories. Absolutely. Next week, we have uh, the survey results. Again, the last time I want to mention it to you, go to the CigarAuthority.com. I know you're driving in the car right now. When you get to work, CigarAuthority.com. Just take a couple minutes out. Hit it up this week because uh, on Friday, he's shutting it off, and that's going to be it, and we're going to get whatever information we can. Thank you for all those that have done it, which is con- unbelievable amount that did it but the more the merrier that's going to give us a better i am uh, quite surprised by the uh the amount of people who have taken part yeah it's good it's unbelievable information and we'll be we'll be better ready next year for better questions we didn't know how it was going to go it was our first test to see what it is so uh, that'll be next week that assumes you're going beyond show 500 Dun, dun, dun. Well, we are doing 501. We are doing 501 for sure. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll get my Saturday. You sound like you're committed now. I'm not committed. Okay. I I should be committed, but I'm not committed. (laughs) Hey, I'm looking forward to my Saturdays back. Right. Um, The following week, J.C. Newman, Eric Newman's going to be there, and I'm going to ask some tough questions. I'm going to ask about the factories and stuff. He's got one in Nicaragua. They got Toro Fuente in the Dominican Republic. He knows what's going on. I want to get to the bottom of this, and we're going to ask him some of these hard questions. And uh, lots more coming up uh, on the show. So we we have some uh, people coming in to do the show and uh, Skyping into some. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, What what are you looking at? Just looking at. (laughs) What's coming up? That's all. You got your own thing. <laughs> I like to look at yours sometimes. Right. It's the same. I probably print up four copies. I was looking at this one. That's all. Oh, to see what's going on. Yeah. It's none of your business, is what that is. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. We come back, uh, more in the mailbag and uh, some needed help for the after show. So give us some after show stuff, although we did get a couple of people to give us some stuff. Yep. So that's good. Uh, we're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, <laughs> and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like TwoGuysCigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, 
by Cigar Master AJ Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by AJ Fernandez. This is Christian Eroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eroa. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Jose Dominguez Connecticut Churchill. Been smoking it for a half hour. I have a Churchill left. <laughs> <laughs> I Slow a, burn. <clears throat> I got a stack of dimes going here. You do. Slow burn. A lot of cigar here. Um, this is my type of cigar. So I'm, I'm the grandfather's Connecticut mm. is the ideal thing for me. Um, we'll see next week on the show that that's not the case for our listeners, that they may take to other people's uh, flavor profile better, but a uh, nice cigar. Um, so the after show, we need um, some short shows, you know, of, of a subject matter. And we do get some on the um, people write in and let us know. And we've been using them right along, uh, as we'll do today also. Um, but I'm asking the chat box right now. If they could throw some things on there, and uh, not, if, not necessarily an idea, or maybe it is, uh, but we had a first-time listener say, uh, "New to the show, excellent information. Nice to hear from you guys who've been in the business for such a long time. I hope you continue the conversation about changes in the industry throughout the show. Also, it's nice to see alternative lifestyles represented. What the? Not a lot of guys in the cigar world out of the closet. Cheers to you, skinny dude." Congratulations, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, and when he says skinny dude, I think we know who he means. Yeah. You're pretty skinny, Ed Sullivan. Not as skinny as you. True. So coming out of the closet episode, and you come out and you explain the first time you, what do they call that? Tied uh, a ribbon around a guy? Yeah, tied, tied the ribbon. Yeah. Or the <laughs> you know, put, put on a nice blouse and some of your fancy shoes. Yeah. The, the dress up, the dancing with men. <laughs> it's all right. We, it won't change how we think of you. No. Nowadays, it's not a bad thing anymore. It's okay. We accept it as long as you don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> and that it's not a bad thing that I hit you with a tennis ball. There's nothing uh, sexual r- r- about that. Racist or, you know, that I'm uh, whatever. I Probably. tell you, I was a little uncomfortable before because we were talking about the nicotine testing and he offered the hold mine. Yes. You know, that, that might constitute sexual harassment. Yeah. I didn't mean the strip. I know you didn't. That's, That's what right. makes it harassing. Barry, they didn't mean anything by that. So does anybody <laughs> have <laughs> any, uh, any ideas in the chat box? Are they throwing anything out there? Uh, not as of yet, but don't forget they're about a minute or two behind. Uh, all right. Yeah. Throw, throw some uh, ideas out there. And while you're doing that, um, we'll get to the matchup of the week. It's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Would you do, who would win this hypothetical battle? Each week we like to have a little hypothetical thing that would happen, and uh, here it is here. Um, Would you rather have two permanent lazy eyes or always get a nosebleed at extremely embarrassing moments? I don't really get embarrassed, so I think I think the nosebleed thing would work for me. Yeah, you're not going to get embarrassed. I don't really so, get embarrassed. So, so what we what we just talked about with you dancing with men and uh, no, I'm okay with that. it. Yeah, <laughs> I would not have a nosebleed because it's true. I do dance with men. Yeah, 
He I says, do that. He says pro- proudly. <laughs> Who leads? Uh, it's a mix. <laughs> <laughs> we work it out on the dance floor. They take turns. Lazy eye. I had an eye issue this week. You didn't like the eyes? They didn't like the eye issue. I'll take the nosebleeds. Yeah, you got to go nosebleeds. The eye issue is always on. You know, so every time you're talking to somebody, they're wondering what you're looking at. You don't need that. When I was younger, I, I did nosebleeds all the time. Yeah, how were they? Didn't like it. No. And it would be not in embarrassing moments. It would be nervousness. Like I'd be in school taking a test and having a hard time in the test, and boom. And things like that would end up happening that, you know, important times really it's going on. really strike me as much of a bleeder. Nosebleed, a bad. My mother before me and my daughter after me both had their nose cauterized so yeah. that it would stop. And I never did, and it just stopped. But what, what about... When you played tennis as a youth, did you I was get, okay. Yeah, you as were a fine. tennis player. He never played tennis. <laughs> I did. He never played tennis. He's never put a tennis racket so much as in his hand. It's not true. I actually lived down the street. I was on a little side street, and at the end was a tennis court. And, you know, not hardcore tennis and stuff, but go hit the ball back and forth. With yourself? No, with people. I don't believe you. It's true. I've done You've things. never told me a story about doing anything athletic except carrying DJ That's not gear. Athletic, and I played racquetball for quite a while. Yeah, I'm not buying. I used to go to the racquetball club and play all the time in East Boston. Yeah, I used to play down in New York racquetball yep. all the time. Yeah, racquetball. I just can't picture the two of you uh, running around in gym shorts, swinging a racket, dodging a it ball. It happened. It was a form of life. I'm going to get back to that form of life. I'm, <laughs> on, I'm on my way. All right. 25 pounds. I'll get, I'll get nervous when I start seeing you go for walks in the afternoon. All right. Some ideas from the chat room. Took a little while because Rudy and Joe Gutt were making a date for early September. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Jonathan's contagious. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. You do you, Rudy. Uh, Rudy says the show needs to be longer. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Gutt, who has smoked the craziest, most limited edition cigars, and how did you come across those? Limited editions. And then Rudy added uh, top five sales that week at Two Guys. Ah. And uh, which old brands from Joe Gut, which old brands would you like to see come back into production? That one's good. Yeah. Or instead of brands, weekly trends, you know, have seen more Robusto sales or more Maduro sales or yada, yada, yada. I like all of them. Weekly trends. That's good. All good. I got four shows. Boom. Hmm. Keep them coming. Because when the show's over, it's like, do we want to talk more about what we just did and, and go deeper? Yeah, it's one thing when we have a guest and we yeah. can do 20 minutes with a guest. But but uh, those are all good. I, I like these backups to have there because yeah. we could probably pull this off. Maybe you have to run downstairs and do a quick report or something yeah. if it comes to that. But we could absolutely do that. You know, I saw... Here's uh, one more. Funny customer stories. Huh? <laughs> like the guy that took a leak in the parking lot? Yeah. That or the one where... Um, Ed Santa Maria pulled Macanudo out of thin air. Yes. Although the guy, the guy asked for um, the Hawaiian. Uh, yeah, I want a Hawaiian cigar that starts with the letter K. And he says Macanudo, and the guy said, "That's right." <laughs> and I look at both of them, and I'm like, "How the hell did you get that?" And Jonathan, the guy who took a leak in the parking lot is the same one who took a leak in the store, right? Yes, right. twice. <laughs> not, once in the not, chair not in the and once just standing at the register. <laughs> yes. You had a problem. Hmm. 
or a weird we, fetish. We, and we had a problem. Correct. <laughs> it was kind of a problem. And that yeah. problem isn't a problem anymore. It's not a problem anymore. There we go. All right, a reminder, go to the Cigar with Darby Dawkins. Do the survey. I know I said it a bunch of times. It's the last time I'm going to say it. Do the survey, please. It is, because the show is almost over. Uh, get to a mailbag. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Love the show and your cigar suggestions. Hi, all. I want to say hi and say I've been listening to you for eight or nine months and have been loving and enjoying your cigar knowledge, passion, and history on the subject of tobacco and cigars. I'm an occasional smoker, usually <coughs> once a week, and I have one or two cigars. Hopefully, it won't become a daily habit. I disagree. You'll live longer if it does. Here we go. But I love to taste and experience something new and different and learn about the flavors and tastes. I joined your monthly care package, and I am so far enjoying your different and eclectic smokes and flavors. FYI, the main reason I'm writing is I wanted to let you know I tried your Dos Ombre pencil in both the natural and Maduro, and wow, what a fun, flavorful little treat. I had one while visiting my father-in-law, and he had a Swisher Sweet, his favorite brand for many years, but not my favorite. Your quick and delicious smoke was uh, nearly an inspired experience. I will now have to buy a box, perhaps of each, to have a couple each time I see the father-in-law and his smoky treat. Love the show and lots of fun. Keep up the good work. P.S. I would love to give an enthusiastic hell yes to the idea expressed a few weeks ago about starting a movie pairing podcast or segment of the show with my wife and I, huge cinema lovers. We would both listen to and love that segment and probably offer our own unsolicited opinions and thoughts about all selections made. Thanks again. Okay. So movie pairings will have to be a whole show. We can't do that. Yeah, we're we talking about uh, surprising movies that we haven't seen. Yeah. We talked about that too. Great movies that we never saw. Right. Right. Great movies that we never saw. I'm going to add that to it. Good. We need this. Um, if we didn't see it, how do we know it's great? Well, like famous stuff, like you say, um, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. You ever see it? A long time ago. Do you ever Rosa. see Citizen Kane? All right. Huge, huge movie, right? Citizen Kane. You never as saw it. As long as I don't have to watch The Godfather, it's okay. You don't have to. I'm the but last, you should. I'm the last holdout on that one. Yeah, great. So you Somebody can, can add that had to, to your do a little repertoire. ass smooching. Watched the first second it. time the other day. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Number two yet? Yes. Ah, much better than one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I watched the first one half of it one night, the other half the second night. There's a new one coming out with Al Pacino and um, Godfather. Um, Robert Duvall. Robert De Niro, the Irishman. Mm. Brand new movie coming mm-hmm. out. It looks like it's really good. Last time these guys will be together, unbelievable. Uh, even the guy, is it possible the guy that did The Godfather? Francis Ford Coppola? No, I don't think it is. It's somebody famous that has directed mm. it too, so it looks like it's going to be a, a slam dunk. Maybe that's a road show. We never went to the movies together. Martin mm. Scorsese. Martin Scorsese is right. He did uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Could we go to the movies together? I think it'd be fun. I already felt like I chaperoned a date between the two of you when we went to Kowloon. I was sitting behind you, like making sure you guys didn't touch or anything. Yeah, you know, you were sitting behind us because you were embarrassed that I had to go in five times and you only went twice to the food. Food for the the food. food. You got to help them. I got to say those chairs were also super small. Even Jonathan was using a chair and a half. I was at the comedy. They were well. They had them like taped together. So you couldn't even break them apart and pull a little. I took 
the end seat to try to not be there. But mm-hmm. be, you know, you're in a well. I was Chinese trying to restaurant. Sit, you gotta. I was trying to sit in my chair like you know a good customer in case someone was going to sit next to me. And Dave was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I go, "I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my chair." He goes, "There's two other chairs to your left. <laughs> Slide over." Yeah. So he went the cheek per chair room. Correct. Yes. Yes. And uh, somebody mentioned a review and discussion in the movie Handrolled, which we do have planned for a future episode. I've got to see it. I'm the, I think I'm the only one who yeah. hasn't seen it. Yeah. I saw it when I was at the convention with a thousand other people and stuff. I, I'd like to watch that without... Uh, I may have to get it on iTunes. I tried getting it on Amazon, and I don't know my wife's password. So either way. That's half my battle of this. We got time to do this? Yeah, we got time for the Classic 3-Ray, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of... Epic rap battles. (laughs) But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under three dollars per cigar you like that baby let him know where i came from yeah choose any blend including the classic connecticut for its mild and smooth taste the classic maduro for its bold and spicy flavor or the classic cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones that's undertones you idiot whichever classic you choose it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com that's twoguyscigars.com celebrate today with a classic cigar. And as we know, that commercial triggers Jonathan Carney. And it triggers a lot of people because one of the questions is, what's your favorite commercial? What's your worst commercial and stuff? And people don't like this, so we have to redo this commercial. We have to do it anyway because yeah, the cigar's under $2. Under $2. We need an update. We need an update. Right after vacation, I'm going to get on that. All right. We we got a guy that wants to do something. We got a guy. We got a guy. So we're going to do that. All right. I think uh, Barry is still kicking some butt here. We got I lost last week. You did? Yes. To who? Couldn't have been Mr. Jordan. Yeah, it would be Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. Mr. Jonathan only wins once a year, and that's a (laughs) lot. The only one that matters. Um, Okay. So Ed Sullivan, Los Angeles premieres. Alfred Hitchcock movie Psycho, starring Anthony Perkins and Jeanette Lee. Today, what year? The movie Psycho. Speaking of movies, huh? Yeah, 1962. 62, he says. The same year as the embargo, huh? Mm-hmm. Going 1931. 31. <laughs> 57. 57 for the point. 60. 60 is the answer. Barry gets the point and He's over to, to Mr. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Henry Nestle. German-Swiss industrialist, founder of Nestle's Candy, was born in Frankfurt, Germany. What year? Henry Nestle. Uh, I'm going to go. Um, we're waiting for Barron's to finish writing his. Okay. Uh, 1701. 1701. 1887. 1887. 1836. 36. How embarrassing. 1701 gets the point. Goddamn right it does. 1814 is the answer. <coughs> 1814. Woo! You guys, On a roll. You guys were uh, I'm both, up to one. both over. And Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Mark this day in your calendar, everybody. <laughs> it's been a while. Barry. Feels good, though. Jack Haley. Jack Haley. Comets. What is it? Roots. 
No. Comets? No, it was Bill Haley. American actor, The Wizard of Oz, The Tin Man. Oh. Born in Boston, Massachusetts. Today, what year? The Tin Man. 1899. Riddick Bowe, heavyweight boxing champion, first fight of the feet of Ander Holyfield, was born in Brooklyn, New York. Today, what year? That's for you, Gary. Evander Holyfield, what year was he born? Wait, Evander Holyfield or Riddick Bowe? Riddick Bowe. Riddick Bowe. All right, because that changed my answer. All right, Riddick Bowe. Okay. 45 uh, we have Mr. Jonathan in the lead with two points. One for Ed, one for Barry, one question left. Feeling so good right now. Two points gives you an exact. Yeah, stop telling him that. And who's this? Ed Sullivan? To I think it's uh, Mr. J. All Mr. Right. J. Time to bring it home, baby. Michael Bivens. I was going to uh, I don't know who that is. Rapper, founder of the R&B R group, New Edition, and the hip-hop group Belle Biv DeVoe, who became hip-hop Impressionado? Impressionado? You know him. Yeah, I do. I know him now. Uh, Bell Biv DeVoe, Michael Bivens. He called him a rapper. He's a singer, right? He's not a rapper. But anyway, he was born today. You locked in, Barron? Boston, Massachusetts. In. Another 1959. Boston. 59. 71. 71. 64. 64 for the point. And we have Ed Sullivan at two. We only have one loser, and that's uh, Barry. Right, we have, we I have get to retain the title. You do. You retain the title. Thank God. Except you won't be here next week, so if I Jonathan will be the champion. not winning means I'm a winner. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Um, I got well, one more quick one here. All right. Uh, submitted through the Contact Us page. What do you do with a cigar when the wrapper splits at the head? And yes, I know ah. it's my fault. At the head, so it, we know at the base of the cigar, it splits down. You get your jet lighter, and you just cauterize that wound. Just give a little burn mark to where it's going to split because it's going to act as a broken piece of glass, and it's just going to keep getting worse and worse as time goes on. So that's what you mm -hmm. do, but you broke it at the head. If you can slide the band up, you can use the band to help keep that cigar together. But what I, what I can tell you is that most of the time when it splits at the head, it has to do with not having enough downward pressure on the cutter when you cut it. That's why you So when you, when you go to make the cut, what the cutter wants to do is ride up over the shoulders, and when it catches some of the wrapper, it pulls the wrapper as you're making the cut. So you want to put mm -hmm. some downward pressure toward the band. Once you latch on. Once you latch on, and you give it a quick clip as you're pushing down, 
and that is what allows it not to split. If you haven't done that and it splits, maybe you can slide the band. Otherwise, you're going to be licking it. Use your saliva, and uh, you're good to go. Yeah. By the way, some useless information. Uh, the Irishman is based on a book called I Hear You Paint Houses, and uh, cur- mm. current presidential candidate Joe Biden is mentioned in it uh, due to his mafia ties back in the day. Wow. Okay, mm. and this and this is coming out real soon, right? Yes. So be before the election, mentioned in the movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, that is uh, the show. We got an after show after the show. It'll appear on Wednesday, so look for that. And get this, we I plan on us talking about cigars, cigars, the whole show. Okay, next week survey says we'll find out what the uh, listeners like and don't like about the show, what they do, and how much they smoke, and all kinds of stuff. There's 19 questions. Go on there, find it, participate. It should be an interesting show. It's interesting to me. I want to know about you. You know everything about us. Too much about us. We're going to know about our listeners. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And whether you're smoking your JFR Lunatic Loco or your Jose Dominguez Natural Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.